Everybody, welcome to the Amateur Skeptics. Weighing in at 165 pounds, the man who makes Houston where the show's produced in, the anti-homeopath sociopath, the man who gets crediting for the editing, Brian. Woo! That's and me. And weighing in at 250 pounds, the artist who works hardest, the Quebecer wrecker, the doll who finds humor in it all, Mad Cat. Wrecker, wrecker? Lisa and Clay. 260 pounds. The typist who's the ripest. The geeky gargantua. The atheist who's the craziest. Ian. Hey. And Rover from up over. Weighing up, weighing in at 245 pounds. The Canadian conundrum. The man who put the hockey in hotkeys. The dumbass himself. I'm perverse. I am the ornithophile with artistic style, the leviathan of levity, the man whose parrots get him demerits, weighing in at 281 pounds, Mac. How is everybody this evening? Oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Very good. Okay. Okay. Bouncy, bouncy. Pretty good. Doing good. Good. Yep. Well, we've got all sorts of fun. Let's see. We're going to masturbate, of course, as always, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're going to talk about... uh, Well, none of the Germans here are. (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, mandatory Bible attendance, right? Hopefully, we'll we'll get to we'll get to uh, uh, a tantric um, Barney the dinosaur. Okay. So let's uh, so we got all sorts of good stuff. So, uh, but first, Ian needs to hawk his shit again. <laughs> hey, I'm a struggling independent writer. I gotta kind of push this. <clears throat> so, um, actually, this is connected to all the last batch of stuff I've been promoting. Because um, so all, all those stories I, I've written were all in the divided states of America. Well, the editor Jay had planned that once he got to a certain word count, he would put collect them all together and release a print anthology. Because before now they were only available as e-stories. So he finally hit the word count he was looking for. So the divided states of America volume one is now available. It is um, print format of all the stories, uh, the first sixteen. Stories in the divided states of America, six of which are mine. So I'm over a third of the um, collection. Um, so it, it's kind of cool. That, that is kind of cool. I mean, a, a third of the book is yeah. In and if anyone's checked out the stories, I don't know if anyone has, but it's all six of my stories, and all six of them are connected. Even though they don't necessarily follow the exact same storyline, they all connect and meet up at different. So okay. Well, there you go. So, buy Ian's book. So he can be not as moneyless of an artist. Right. <clears throat> you know, I, I only buy books I illustrate. Oh, that's crazy talk. <laughs> what a load of crap. <laughs> I would have purchased your book, but you didn't let me draw it. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't buy a copy of the book you did the cover for me. You got a contributor's copy. That is true. Yes. Yes, I did. And I thank you for that. I appreciate that. So the truth is that you don't buy books, that you do the artwork. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I got to take the hit on that one. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, it's time for... <sighs> Ian and Dumbasses. Ian and Dumbasses. Ian and brought to you by the Media The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people, 
while they touch themselves. Wow. Thank you for that intro. You're welcome. I, 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 do love, I do love the sigh, the way that it starts, you know, the whole, ugh, here we go again. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, hey, masturbation can kill you, everybody. Oh, but only no, if you're German, right? Yeah, uh, so a German study, this is um, from RT okay. Question 1. Your, your source is absolutely atrocious. No, let's start with the fact that you got this at RT. Okay. Don't you, know enough about them. You but. probably could have found a better source. <laughs> but, okay. But, but go ahead. But the, the story is interesting. It's actually weirdly believable. Um, masturbation is killing up to 100 Germans a year, warns forensic physician. Basically, um, they a study has been done, looked into it, and they are estimating 80 to 100 Germans a year are killed um, through doing dangerous sexual um, acts. Okay. We're so, talking what autoerotic asphyxiation? That's, or, yeah, yeah, that's but, but a where big one. Where did those numbers come from? Because although uh, technically, if it's German, it's probably autobonerotic asphyxiation. Auto <laughs> well, the, the article does admit it's, um, it, it's not necessarily the most accurate because a lot of stuff um, what happens does go unreported. But um, basically, uh, it uh, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. This is looking into um, the recorded stuff. What is stuff on this? I remember. I can't think of it now. Okay, so here's here's the thing. The, they're saying two killed things. up to a hundred Germans a year. Are, are we saying then that like with the dark number, it's probably over a hundred Germans a year? That's what they're. That's what this this story wants to be its conclusion. So I, I did go. I did go and find the original source on this because it it does link to the what what the original source and the original source is not much better and it's in German so I had to translate it so I mean it's, <laughs> it's questionable as it is right because the source on this is German but so the, the it's not just autoerotic asphyxiation it's also um, electric shock. Okay. Um. So yeah, so well, it does, so shock. the original article talks so, so, like how, how does that work. Are, are there devices you can buy that shock you during sex, or is there some sort of... Well, yes, of course there is. Like, <laughs> yeah, but these are probably homemade. <laughs> right. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I should have known better. <laughs> That's right. What are you talking about? Of course there is. Yeah, a, a car battery from jumper cables so like, so like work real well. Electrocution, how, how, how do they do that? Like, how, how do they do that? Like, um, toaster Car battery and jumper cables. Bathtub what? Well, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> so the original, the, the, the source... Um, points to a a um, a woman who found her son uh, wrapped up in Christmas lights, uh, okay. and I'm not sure if that and I'm not sure if that was electrocution or if that was autoerotic asphyxiation or a mixture of the two or strangulation. Yeah. Right. Well, all I know is it was not on my list. Yeah, yeah. that was not on my list for Santa. No. Um. So, sure, so, but what the, what that. this what, what this article is claiming also is that. Um, people will be will will hide evidence, right? So if they find their loved ones, you know, a, yeah. in a uh, in a vulnerable uh, situation, that they will clean up the clean it up before they call somebody. But that raises a, another question to me is, and that's if if they're messing with a scene like this, and somebody has has died of strangulation, and they're covering that up, right? Isn't isn't there a chance that they would that there would be that there would be a murder investigation? Uh, you know, I mean, be, it needs to. I mean, there if you is find a possible chance, yes, yeah. So I would say so. So I question. Uh, so I question uh, that. I want, I want to see if there's, maybe there's a 
news article out there about somebody somebody who's being put on trial for murder or something. They're like, no, right. no, yeah. no, no, he, he was strangling him. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can, I guess there are ways to tell if the person strangled themselves, right? Maybe they wouldn't remove the, I mean, maybe they're just cleaning up other things, right? I, I don't know what, what they would be doing, you know, covering the person up. I, I'm not sure, but... I know, I'm like in in the thing with um with the with the lights. I guess you know they could try like putting their clothes back on, but it's like saying, oh, they had a mishap with the with the Christmas lights, right? And str- yeah. accidentally strangled himself. Yeah, I'm I'm not and sure. And then everybody is winking like, yeah, yeah, he accidentally strangled himself. Yeah, sorry, we we all know what actually happened there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this wouldn't surprise me. Although the the, the article itself does say it's hard to get an accurate count because of how it viewing um stuff that's done even in regard to the, the police kind of overlooking it sometimes so so the article that i was reading that this that this points to it said it's basically 80 to 100 deaths annually from masturbation but it's not just masturbation it's a very specific type of masturbation right it's a, it's a risky type it's not just anybody masturbating so right. I, I hate this headline to begin with mm. um it says to 100 germans a year <clears throat> and 8200 are way different. 80 to 100 deaths 80. annually. Oh, sorry. I thought you said 8,200, not 8,200. No, no, no. 80, 80. Never mind. Yeah, no. And it's just lack of oxygen, most common reason. Okay. And this is from bild.de. Okay. And of course, I'm reading it translated, right? So I'm using Google Translation to, to, to view this. So, but I mean, we get the gist, right? I mean, pe- people are. are are participating in um, activities that that can be risky while they're masturbating, right? And if right. you and if they if they've been strangled and they're in a, in they're in an uh, um uh, if they're in a situation that you know looks like you know that they they might have been masturbating and there's no and there's no suicide note, you could it's it's probably fairly clear that you know what happened, right? Right. They, they weren't trying to kill themselves. So it wasn't suicide, but I don't know. It was accident. It was an accident. So yeah, it's possible, but. The, the idea that but the claim of the article that I have a problem with is that they're claiming that it's killing a lot more. Right. But people. But they're But the, the bodies. Aren't. Well, no. The, what the article is saying is that number is an estimation because it's hard to get an accurate number. But aren't they saying that that because some of this is getting covered up, that they're not also not getting it? You know, they're, they're, they're saying the 80 to 100 is, is not necessarily accurate. That's an estimation that um, the. Okay. the so that's what I read into is from what they've seen. That's where they're estimating. It's hard. They can't say for sure exactly where it's at. I'm sorry, dumbass. We can't hear you. Yeah, that would be uh, towards the low end unless they tried to. Did they? Uh, did uh, I, I was just. I was just. Uh, like, is that uh, the? Have they tried to estimate the dark number of uh, how many people died? No, but it's not uh, reported as that. Or is this just like a low end uh, one they can actually verify? But it's mostly Germans they're saying. Well, this that, is that a German mean, study. That, and these are the people who, when they go right to it... That would mean uh, that of eight Germans, here. probably more. Hey, hey, dumbass, you are so choppy that we can't hear you. Do you want to mm-hmm. re, uh, <laughs> reboot and reconnect? Or? Uh, sure, uh, let me try... Uh... But they would never know what dumbass was going to... <laughs> we don't want to know. Yeah. Anyway, I felt like we'll just the, send the cops in to see. I felt like the, like the RT article tried was trying to say that that the, that this eighty to hundred might be on the low end is what I, well, yeah, I thought I was trying to imply that. that. There's a little bit of fear mongering there. Yeah. Um, All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Much better. So, what were you saying? Uh, me. Yeah. Yes, you. 
Oh, I was saying um, uh, if uh, if they haven't tried to estimate the dark number of how many uh, were uh, uh, killed uh, this way and not reported, uh, then the 80 to 100 is the just the minimum number and it would uh, have to be more. Otherwise, that's, it's a... Yeah, that's what, it's, that's what the article seems yeah, to be implying. That's interesting, yeah. Um, but like I say, number one, I don't like the source, right? I, w- I would want better confirmation than this. And one study is not enough to tell us anything. True. And, but I, I think the overall lesson you can take from this is if you're going to do risky masturbation stuff, have a friend in the room just in case. It does seem like <laughs> a good this, friend. Well, but here's the, yeah, but I, I'll suggest that the problem with that is that if you and a partner are doing autoerotic asphyxiation and you do die, right, in that process, now they're liable too, right? Well, no, no, you take turns. One's in the middle of it, the other's watching, ready to. Um, Get in there. Yeah, have <laughs> this is risky no matter how you do it. A helps you move. Yeah. yeah a, a great friend spots you while you masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure the best way to do this, right? It seems like with a partner would be safer, right? Is somebody else there just in case? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should have a clinic for this. You know, right? <laughs> so, so people can go and take their heroin in one, in another, they can go in an autoerotic association while, while, while supervised. Yeah. How, how to properly uh, perform autoerotic asphyxiation without killing yourselves? But right. it says German. Ah, uh, it well, yeah, happens but, all over the world. This is a, this particular True, is a this German is study. about Germans. You think it does? This doesn't happen in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, I know what happens. In Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we also know that what happens in Canada stays in Canada. We're not quite Las Vegas. Nope. So the original article talked about some celebrities. Um, so the article that that that, that the RT article, RT one pointed to, talked about David Carradine. Um, yep. And David Carradine was found in Thailand in a hotel room where he hit, where he where they declared his death. Um, auto rocket sixty. Right. Uh, and then the other people on this list, I didn't know who they were. Do you know? Did you look through the list, Mac? I'm looking right now. You know any of these people? Yeah. How many of you have you hung out with recently? <laughs> I, I thought the one guy from um, Hogan's Hero died of uh, um, something like that as well, but I didn't see him listed. I don't know who that who. The the main actor in um, the show Hogan's Hero. Hmm, I don't know. Was he German? No. No. <laughs> oh, the one who the uh, head guy who was uh, trying to get people out every now and again. Yeah. That's, oh. Uh... Or was Bob it Colonel Clink? Bob Crane. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So he should be on this list. You say his name was Bob oh, yeah. Crane? Bob yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, it actually says murder. It says he was yeah. murdered. Oh, well. There but, were people who thought that he had... had uh, yeah, there was some weird sex stuff butt. that came up oh, yeah. in the aftermath of it all. But what I'm looking at right now says he was murdered. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know of anybody on this list except for Carradine. Yeah, he's probably the most famous Carradine, on the list. the martial artist. Although we do have the Fintosek Katzwas. Yeah, the last guy who apparently died in 1791 and um, saying this is the first known instance of autoerotic. Auto, although I don't know if it's necessarily autoerotic because apparently he had tied the noose around his neck while he was having sex with a, woman, a prostitute. So I'm not quite sure if that would, if that should be considered autoerotic, you know, because it was having sex with someone else, but it was asphyxiation. So. so it was breath play, right? I mean, that's yeah. what it comes out. Yeah. To. The curious thing about uh, think the curious thing about Carradine's passing, though, is that 
when they found his when they found his body underneath him there was a path of rice there was a path of oh, rice God. paper yeah and he left not a trace <laughs> oh <laughs> all right <sighs> here's an interesting Next subject please yeah so i love yeah. hanging around i love hanging around with people who can get a kung fu joke <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking at the, the picture of that, that uh, original article, 100 Germans a Year, and I'm just thinking that the, the, guy, the guy's got like a plastic bag around him, but like he, he, looks, he looks so disappointed and, and his uh, hand is up to, up to his head, <laughs> head like, like he's just disappointed with the outcome of this. I think if you died that way, you died, died kind of with a smile on you. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I think if your hand is inside the plastic bag, you probably have much more airspace than you would need to strangle. <laughs> All right. Probably, yeah. So that body safe sex toy could make you sick, uh, what I have here. So uh, this was interesting because I was actually, I was looking around uh, uh, at some different uh, toys and I saw something that claimed to be TPR, which is uh, thermoplastic rubber mixed with silicone. And so, and so, I, so I, I thought, well, what is that? And I Googled it and I found several articles to say, that that's not a thing that you cannot mix silicone and TPR will not mix um, silicone uh, also known. I guess there's another one uh, that they call jelly rubber that a lot of these sex toys are made out of. And jelly rubber is fairly unstable. And after a while, you know, it kind of breaks down and breaks apart. And I guess TPR is also a very stretchy thing. So if you, if you have um, these sex toys that are extremely stretchy, they're, they are absolutely not silicone. Silicone does not have that much stretch to it, and you can't mix the two. There, you could potentially layer them, but I guess it's a very expensive process. And you know, for a sex toy, I mean, it would, it would make it very expensive. But I mean, well, I think that if you layer them, you're going to lose. <laughs> you're going to kind of lose the benefit of one because of whatever's on top of it. Well, you don't completely. Apparently, you don't completely lose the benefit. When you layer them like that, so if you put the TPR inside of it and you put a layer of silicone on the outside, you you will add some stretch, but it's never going to be as stretchy as the TPR itself. The problem with the TPR is that it's porous, and apparently, it can, so it can't be sanitized properly. And so, and so over, so uh, as you use it, it could potentially um, build up bacteria. And I and I don't know enough about TPR to know. I was thinking if you could boil it, um, then you then you could sanitize it, right? Also, it looks like the the TPR, the jelly rubber, tends to break down after time, right? Whether it's properly sanitized or not, right. and it yeah. releases chemicals called phthalates. No, not all. And not, apparently, not all of them have phthalates, but the one. But so some of them will claim to be phthalate free, right? So okay. so they're aware of that. Um, but yeah, you're right. So so as they break down, they can release these toxic chemicals that will be, I assume, absorbed through the mucous membranes. Um, well, it also looks like it can actually cause. Uh, chemical burns on contact. Some too. people have said that as well. Yeah. Um, and so, but the problem, one of the main problems here is that there are no laws about what you can um, and, and can't say about what your sex toys are made of. Um, and so this is a real problem is that they can, that they can claim on a sex toy that it's, that it's a silicone TPR mix. Um, and they can't get in trouble because there's no law saying that they can't do that, which I, I thought was crazy. Cause wouldn't that, I mean, could, wouldn't that kind of be, um, uh, what misadvertising? I mean that that that's that, because it obviously is not what you're claiming that it is. So it's a false claim. Um, but it's it, but the industry is um 
pretty unregulated, it looks. You, you can't really regulate it, though. I mean, if you try to regulate one thing, we just saw in the previous article that, you know, let's say that, uh, let's say they regulate one thing and suddenly people are making their sex toys out of nylon rope and uh, shopping bags. Um, um, I think you might be going a little bit far there. <laughs> I think that you think I'm sliding down the slippery slope. I, th- I think a little bit. I, th- I think I think that you have lubed up your rope with Astroglide and are sliding down. Well, if I lubed up the rope, then chances are the knot is going to slip at the, before it's too late. So, <laughs> but anyway, so before I, it's too late to back up. Yeah, but so I I thought I found this interesting. So if you have some of those really stretchy sex toys and stuff like that, um, that. There, there's a chance that those are building up bacteria, and and there and there's also a problem with phthalates um, as well. And so you so you really gotta gotta be careful that you are buying pure silicone, right? Um, and so it does down here say some you know better manufacturers, uh, Vixen Creations being one of them, and and some other places like that. So 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 actually being careful about these cheap sex toys and and buying quality stuff is important because you don't know what you're getting. So you're basing um, this a lot on the reputation of the, of the manufacturer and this, uh, like this stuff being made in China, all bets are off. You know, don't even bother with a commercially made one. Just, just buy a cucumber and then pickle it afterwards and you don't have to worry about sanitizing it. Okay, but you shouldn't use the cucumber in the first place. You should still sanitize. <laughs> you can't. You you can't do that, Mac. God. We sanitized it in the microwave first. Wait, I, I thought that's how pickling happened. <laughs> anyway, so I, I I thought it was interesting. You know, I I learned something about about the regulation of sex toys and that it's not good. And so they, they recommend yep. silicone, hard plastic, glass, stainless steel, and ceramic. But I thought ceramic was porous too. But it has so the ceramic has to have a proper glaze on it, doesn't it? And also aluminum. Oh, definitely. Yeah, ceramic would definitely have to have a proper glaze. And it says if and, wood is uh, probably sealed. All these materials are body sealed, safe. Yeah. But so, but anything if it says so, if it says that it has TPR on it, you probably should avoid it. TPR TPR sounds like it's not a good thing. And and it, and I put one article in here. But I but I read several. Now, are any of them from overly reputable sources and stuff like that? And eh, no, and it's hard to do in this case. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I but I did find several articles, several different people talking about the same thing. So there's no such thing as a medical uh, medical. Let's see, medical grade TPR does not exist. So you so you want to have a medical grade silicone toy. So there you go. Make sure that sex doll you buy is made of silicone. But now that we have platinum silicones and stuff like that, the higher grade silicones, that they are stretchier too. So you can't get some stretchier silicone, but but be careful of your source. Is it wrong that uh, every time you said stretchy sex toys, I had a picture of the Stretch Armstrong toy going through my mind? (laughs) Um, I don't think it's wrong, but you may want to evaluate your life's choices. (laughs) Well, hey, at least it wasn't, you know, the G.I. Joe... uh, Fist hammer action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? What's the um, the Pixar? Um, Quite a bit of Pixar. The Pixar. The, the uh, superheroes. Girl. There you go. From the Incredibles. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yep. Nasty girl. Okay. Although you gotta figure, it was probably um, had some pretty easy births. Once the water broke, okay, get out. That's right. <laughs> no pushing needed. I saw somebody discussing whether her um, her hip size and her behind were how she naturally looked or if she intentionally made herself 
look that size. Oh. And I'm like, um, you guys missed the whole point there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, onwards. Construction worker onwards. sues company <laughs> saying he was fired for not attending Bible study. What? And the this time fuck? this article's from NPR, so yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a bit more of a I, I, Okay. Much better source. Much better source. Now, uh, this one, I'm a bit torn if you read the whole article. Yep. Yes, so, so tell us the have, facts. Um, an Oregon man, Ryan Coleman, 34, who um, he, he's claiming he was fired from the job. The job itself, is, of course, they're claiming he quit. But um, he started working for this company, and they required, as part of the employment, that their um, employees attend a Bible study once a week. Um, uh, so Ryan says uh, he wasn't comfortable with it. It went against his religious beliefs. He's a Native American and apparently um, follows Native American religious beliefs. And basically his whole idea was this, this isn't me. This is uncomfortable. This, this doesn't work with what I really believe. Um, so he, he says he told me he wasn't going to go and got fired for it. I said, of course, the company itself is saying he quit. Now, he himself is a... Um, ex-felon um spent time in jail and the company does a lot of hiring of ex-felon and that was their justification for the bible study is saying well these ex uh, they, they need this stuff to get their lives around which i i, I love the fact the company's willing to hire um ex-felons and give them a second chance that's awesome but to force them to go to a christian bible study in order to do that is messed up well okay but here's the thing i <laughs> they claim that they that the employees were paid for those sessions, right? So 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 I I don't know I don't I don't know how this works because it they are being paid it's a requirement but they're being paid to so that puts it in kind of a, a buzzy area, yeah, doesn't it? That, that's the thing. There's a lot of tricky stuff in this that goes both ways. Comforting, I, I guess. If anything, they need to make it something that people can opt out of. That that, that to me is the, the one thing that would make this right is if listen we will. We'll provide this. We want you to do Bible study. We will pay you to go. But if you really, um, you know, disagree with it religiously, you can opt out. But do they? I mean, should do they need to do that? Well, the the um the um company itself is not religious in any way, so it is forcing a certain religion on your employees. You know, it's not like going into a church and saying, "Oh, I know this is what I'm going to have to put up with." This is going into a it's construction, right? I think it's a construction company. Yeah. Going into construction, construction company. Oh yeah! By the way, if you want to work for us, you have to submit to a um, specific religion. They didn't say that you had to convert. They just said you had to. Right, yeah, but that's but, still uh, the random uh, Bible testing. <sighs> <laughs> but they're still forcing a certain group of religious concepts onto the employee but it is a but it you is know, a you know, private if they, company if they wanted to go this route you know maybe they could like put a instead of bible study like a support group for ex-criminals to keep them on a straight and narrow or something but it's it is a private company number one right it's not it's not a public company isn't isn't that right. true okay i believe so so i'm not i don't know i i i don't know what the rules are here yeah, it, well, that, it it has some intro, and I'll be interested how this lawsuit works out. Definitely. Um, and, and here's the thing: is that that they are. I mean, they they obviously think that this is helpful for their employees, right? To force them to go yeah. to this, and they are. I mean, they are giving ex cons a second chance and, and stuff like that. So, and while I think that they're wrong, <clears throat> I'm not sure if they're upfront about this is one of one of the things. If you work for us, you have to do. 
And if they're paying you to go to it, like I, I worked for an employer one time that didn't want to, that they didn't, they didn't pay for people to go to meetings, but yet they said they were mandatory. But you can't make a meeting mandatory unless you're paying people to be there. Right. right? And so they found this out the hard way and they stopped having meetings. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is the opposite of that. This right. is saying we'll pay you, to, you know, it's a perfect job to go and we'll pay you for it. And yeah, it, it's a tr- it's one of the trickier ones. I, I completely agree with you on that. And like I said, at the same time, I look at like they are doing something right. You know, people, you know, convicts should be given a second chance. If, if they're showing they're not violent, they're not committing crimes and stuff anymore, and they just want to work, give them the chance. I love it. But, you know, it, 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 where does the line get drawn? Is it for, forcing them to go to Bible study? Is that, you know, and yeah, no, I, I'm completely with you on the basics of this, Brian. It is tricky, you know. Well, it's extremely tricky because of the factor of, you guys said earlier that it was indicated that if you want to do this, you have to submit to going to these to these Bible studies. And I think they were upfront about that. I don't think that, it doesn't sound to me right. like this was sprung on him. Right. I, so I, if, I, I think if I they were upfront, well. they said, okay, to do this, you need to do this right at the start. And he signed up for it. Well, he has no rights against that if he signed up for it. I, I, well, and that's yeah, part of what yeah. this lawsuit's going to end up determining is if a private company can require religious um, obligations on their employees, um, even if upfront about it or not. So, yeah, you know, obviously this isn't something they could have forced secretly. So what I would so, say is that I'm I would not want to work for this company, but right. I'm not sure I have a problem with them doing it if they're upfront about it. Right? This yeah. is this this is a condition of employment. You have to cut your hair. And you have to attend Bible study. I mean, if I can tell you that you have to have a certain haircut, I, I, religion is different, though. Reli- the reason this is tricky is because religion. If we said that, uh, I, if I said you that you had to attend an anger management course, you would have no recourse. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, that's the, why religion, which is the yeah, problem, is religion is such a hot button right, right. now. Yeah. yeah, it would work well, so much better. As, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, it works so much better if, like Madcap suggested, this just being a you know social thing. You know, you guys are at, at former cons. Um, let's um, ha- have, you know, we're going to have an hour every week where you guys get together, talk, make sure you're on the straight and narrow, make sure you're getting what you need. That that would be no problem whatsoever. Cut sure. out, out all the religious stuff and do it that way. But adding in the religious factor of a Bible study does change it and does create a whole different atmosphere. And, you know, and I, right now, like I said, this lawsuit, it, it's definitely going to be one to watch. Because it, um, it will determine some stuff um, going forwards. So, like our court system will will mandate that people go to AA, which is a religious yeah. program, and and our government should not be doing that, right? I, I would right. argue that that they that that they can say you must you must attend a twelve step program of some sort or some sort of or some sort of therapy, alcohol therapy, right? And but they should not be able to mandate that it's AA, right? That that should be. Yeah, the and I believe there's choice. been quite a few lawsuits over that already. Yeah, there. Yeah, so. there have been. So, but 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 that's our government saying it, right? right. This is a private institution, and I think yep. as a private institution, that there's a possibility that this is legal as long as they're upfront about it. Yeah, uh, it's definitely an interesting area to be witnessing. The thing I hate about it is that they they're, they're developing a captive audience for themselves because because they're already taking people that it's harder for you for to get a job. So right. I can't get a job anywhere else. This person's going to hire me, but I have to sit in the every so once a week I have to for an hour I have to sit in this fucking Bible study, right? Right. That so people with limited opportunity are being forced to sit through this. 
But on the other hand, this employer is willing to hire them. So I, I'm, I'm telling yeah, you, it, I am, no, this is it, It's very tricky. Very tricky. But yeah, I, I, in fact, I, I might, I might have a lawyer that I can send this. Maybe he can give me, tell me a little bit about it. Maybe I'll, I'll do that. Maybe I'll, I, I have a friend that's a lawyer. I'll, I'll send him this and see what, we'll see what he. See if there was a pre, a previous con. Yeah, he could, he could evaluate this based on Texas law, I suppose. Um, yeah. But I think that and this is an interesting previous, one. Uh, yeah. Things on it before. I'll see or, what he, I'll see what he says. Maybe, maybe I can, maybe on next podcast I can have a little bit of an update here. We'll see what he thinks okay. about this. Because this, I think this this I'm fascinated by this. Um, you know, my, the initial reaction is, well, that's fucking stupid. But then, as you think about it, it's like, boy, I don't know that. You know, they they might have this right. That this might be okay to say these are the terms of employment. And I kind of think that they do. Wow, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, no. <clears throat> I just think if you put your name to it, just go to the point, go to the meeting, and fall asleep. I mean, there, there might be something to say that, that if you want this job, you suck it up, right? They're yeah. paying you to go, so you suck it up. If they weren't paying him, then he, then they couldn't, they couldn't make it mandatory, right? right? But they are. But if they pay you for that time, I, I it's a gray area. No, I mean, it's, but it, uh, I mean, maybe they have it right, but it's very culturally insensitive. I agree with yeah. you. I, I don't disagree with you on that, right? And I think that because because of that captive audience that they that they're creating, right? That that could also be part of that could also create an issue. Hey, but don't worry. If it goes to our Supreme Court, that the the employer will be fine. <laughs> yeah. But this next <sighs> one is absolutely disgusting. Oh yeah, this next. Okay, so next in what the fuck are they thinking? It truly is what the fuck are they thinking? So this is from Metro Weekly. <sighs> Trans- yeah. So oh, go ahead. If you want to introduce a call. Um, in Virginia, the read schools the, are doing mass shooter drills, and in um this one particular school, um, uh, Stafford County Middle School. They were doing the lockdown drill, and the idea was all the students are supposed to go to the um, the nearest bathroom or locker room. Well, um, in the middle of the drill, they could not figure out what to do with a trans student. Um, and so they're going like, to oh. die. See, that's pretty much what it. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, well, that's what it came... this drill that's supposed to be about protecting the students. We, um, you're transsexual. So why don't you sit in the middle of the gym while we figure out what to do? How, with is, you? how is this even a thing? I do not understand why they're why are they separating people into genders anyway for this? That that seems stupid. If, if yeah. it's an emergency, you get everybody to safety as quickly as possible, and gender is not necessarily what you're thinking of, right? This I agree. Is, yeah, like oh, they're the, they're they're the shooter. Everybody line up by uh, by gender. Boys over here, girls over there. No. And uh, this, so, sir, the, the boys bathroom half the yeah. boys' bathroom's half a hallway down. Can I just go in the... No, no, no. Got to go to the boys' one. Give the shooter half a hallway to shoot you. Uh, you know, yeah. but the thing of it is, uh, trans students are well known to behave inappropriately when their lives are in, oh, in, in immediate mortal danger. So, you know, this kind That's of makes exactly sense. exactly when they want sex, yep. Listen, yep. The, the, this... It's that adrenaline rush. They, mm-hmm. they made her sit... They made her sit in the gym... While 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 adults were having a conversation of what to do with this, yeah, it, it's like That's, let's purposely take her out of it all and make her feel awkward. We're saying her and make I, make it like, that, hey, look, look, everyone. This one doesn't fit in with the rest of you. We don't know what to do with her. Yeah, that's the problem. Is this a trans girl? I, I'm not sure. We keep saying it, her. it refers to as a she, so I'm thinking it's um, born male um, go, going male by to the female, female gender. Yeah. The yeah. fact that the fact that they're splitting them up by yeah. genders is the is the first problem. This is stupid. I agree with that. This is this is this is even. even but the other thing I want I want to point out to you, so about this source that we're reading, 
there's a poll on the side. This is which of these senators is the worst human being ever right now? <laughs> Susan Collins, Jeff that. Flake, Lindsey Graham, Joe McEachine, uh, and Mitch McConnell. Wow. Okay, so this is very much a liberal paper, right? Yeah. Okay, so so we ideally we would have a better source on this. Right, but I have word from we wouldn't get any more extra information. From, Pro- from the sounds not. of it, it's pretty straightforward. I can't see how they could come up with a justification as to why this student was um, singled out in this manner. Right, but I, I, what I would say to you is if I was presenting this to a Republican or somebody else, I would want a source that was not quite so right. biased, right? Right. <laughs> because, boy, that list is a lot of shitty people. <laughs> Uh, which which tells us you're my bias. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever tried to hide our nope, bias. No, I, I don't think so either. Right? That, I, I think by now, if if you don't know that, you don't know our what viewers. Like our viewers, yeah, our lis- listeners. One of us is a secret conservative. Guess which one? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This is all an act for the show. <laughs> We're uh, the reverse of Stephen Colbert, huh? We are the reverse of <laughs> anti Colbert. All right. Let's see if we can. Let's do this next one. I, I put this in here. This is this is actually this is quite fascinating. Um, so it says the guy who played Barney the dinosaur now runs a tantric sex business, which is okay. Interesting in and of itself. Um, this, the guy is he's a spiritual the spiritual healer, David Joyner. Sexual healing. Well, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Number one, I I don't I don't actually know a lot about tantric sex other than what what the what I mean the the big thing in, in that the um, other tantric sites have claimed is that you know uh, the media has has lobbed onto this idea of the sex and no orgasm, but it right. but they, there's a lot of other woo to it, right? I mean, there's a lot of other you know they talk about it's energy therapy, it's you know it's aligning chakras, it's it, it's it's a it's a lot of other stuff that we would you know can consider hokey to begin with, right? Um, Except for so, but most tantric therapists that you go to align chakra. You know they, they you know there there might be some some touching and stuff like that, certain body work and stuff like that. But what they're not doing is having intercourse with their clients. But that's not true of David Joiner. Uh, Joiner. He so his his therapy that he only offers to women does include intercourse, and you know he he makes a claim here that. Uh, basically, there's a certain, you know, connection in the energy release that can only happen when the penis and the vagina, and it should ideally be done without a condom because a condom can block energy. To which other tantric therapists said, "This is ridiculous." Even other tantric therapists don't like what this guy is doing. And there is a question because he's doing that because because of the intercourse part of it that that this could be considered prostitution um he he claims that his out is that the that the first session is free and (laughs) (laughs) sorry go on i'm sorry no 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 but that was my reaction as well um he claims that that he that he has developed a contract that his friend who is a law enforcement officer he should have he should he should have called a lawyer um, but anyway, helped yeah. him write this contract, and so the first session is free. It's hard to say that with a straight face. It really 
and 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 then you pay for subsequent subsequent such um subsequent sessions which last anywhere between three to four hours and they cost about three hundred fifty dollars. And inter- so intercourse is not mandatory, right? And so that so you don't necessarily and on the first session you probably don't have intercourse. You I, I guess you might. Um, mo- it says he he claims that most most people uh, it, it happens on the third session. Um, the the people that they interviewed for this talked to uh, that vice talked to claimed that they never felt forced. You know that that there was never any coercion. There's nobody has ever ever claimed that they, that you know that they he has um um been any you know that. He's not a Brett Kavanaugh. There's, there's right. So, so, so there's no pressure. He, he's no like hands off. If you, if you yeah. want, if you want to go through with it, I, I'm fine. But if you don't, you're free to leave. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, this, so there's no is coercion. It, is it possible that this is actually the only way he can get sex because he once played Barney, Barney the dinosaur? I don't think so. But uh, you don't think that's possible? Well, I, I think it's very possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: if that was true. People yeah. are paying I'll him bet, to I'll bet there are him. women who are into that who who will have him do the Barney voice. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so, just picturing Smoochie the Rhino now. But here's the thing: is that the the issue that there's a, there's a power exchange issue here too, though, right? Because therapist and and you're going to see this person, and so and so th- there's an issue there, right? Where where but but nobody says that they felt forced. So I I, I found it interesting. Uh, I'm not. Sh- I'm not totally sure what to make of it. Um, I. I think um, a lawyer said that this idea that because the first session is free, that it couldn't be considered prostitution. That that that's p- completely fallacious. Um, uh, but but I don't think at this point it doesn't sound like any of the people that are working with him have have any gripes. Right. That if they're going to him, they 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 still go to him. Um, one woman said that you know she did ask, she would ask him to wear a condom, and and another tantric therapist said the idea that a, that a condom is going to block energy is ridiculous. <laughs> another tantric therapist, right? So it's like this is so it's it just it's just funny that other tantric therapists have a problem with the way this probably. I, I, I the last thing I heard you say, Brian, was something about it being full, completely fallacious. <laughs> uh, I kind of I kind of like that the, the like. Our bullshit is the one that's correct. The thing right. about being yeah, yeah, yeah. energy being blocked by condom, that you know, like, but but our, our mystical energy that's completely real. Yeah, but there, there was he, a, he just got the math wrong on how it works. Exactly, that's kind of what it sounds like. The the best one in here. Um, I was trying to. He, he talks about when he talks about going down on a woman. Um, about you know about the guy about saying a prayer before you before you ingest the goddess juices. Um, <laughs> okay. It's a, it, 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 this this whole thing was in vagina ghost territory. Let me put it to you that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, in the territory, but the vagina ghost thing that I mean, that guy was just like scamming the women just up front. He he had a magic penis, right? Yeah. No, the women. Here's the thing: is that the women that they interviewed were completely happy. With this, and one woman said that she wasn't going to do it, but she did, and she says it totally changed everything, right? That it was this big awakening, sexual awakening for her the, to to do this process with him. So, I mean, here's the thing: it sounds it sounds like the women that are that are doing this with him are are okay with it. It doesn't sound like it's coercion. I think it I think it probably is prostitution, right? But I don't necessarily have a problem with prostitution, you know, especially in this context. He he has all of his SDD information, and he requests that from his clients before they go through with it. So safety is happening. Um, so I mean, it's yeah. It's if everybody's enjoyed themselves, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him as long as he's willing to move to Nevada. Well, <laughs> let's see. 
Not all my sessions have um, have sex, spiritual in- or spiritual intimacy. It's only in a hand. F- uh, it's to see only in a full session when somebody is ready to take the sexual energy to a higher level. Says Joiner, because then it's about understanding that when the lingrams and the yoni yoni connect, which is I guess the penis and the vagina, yeah. uh, there's a spiritual. That's Wu Talk, though. It is Wu Talk. Spiritual change that <laughs> yep. takes place, not physical pleasure. Well, okay. It's yeah, not about, no physical pleasure whatsoever. None I'm whatsoever. Sure. It's not about <laughs> sex or trying to uh, coerce someone into having sex. Of course, somebody's. It's, it's about, about removing emotionally blocked energy. That's right. That's all it's about. But oh. only. But he'll only help you if you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Men with blocked energy are on their own. I know a good way to clear your pipes. <laughs> uh, this is why we need the robot brothel. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm still looking for the for the goddess um, one. Where he talks about, I mean, it's, it's it's a great it's a great quote. Let's see. Oh, when you go. Oh, here we go. When you go down on a woman orally, it should be just like you're saying grace, like. Blessing the food you're about to receive, David Joyner. <laughs> now I'm thinking of Japanese cartoons. Itadakimasu! <laughs> 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 or that one that we kept on, or that we watch every... Hey, oh. it's not even done, is it? We still have more of those episodes to watch. Yeah, Food Wars. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the... No, oh, food, wow. no that... food in the world can compare to Goddess Nectar because spirit is involved. Before you taste goddess the, nectar, right? Before oh you, man! Before you taste the goddess nectar, give thanks, say grace. I would love women to understand <laughs> how powerful that energy this. is. Uh, see, and the the mission statement on the website tantricharmony.com reads: connecting your body, soul, and spirit together as one in perfect harmony, achieving a higher and more blissful state of awareness to your sexuality and who. You are as a spiritual being. I'm going to start using the the term goddess nectar. Goddess nectar, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. That'll totally get you laid. <laughs> so it's not, now so, let me taste your goddess nectar. I mean, it, the the okay. whole thing. Here, here's the thing. So this is a Vice article, which, of course, I, I I've spent some time reading Vice articles, um, and I I think it's I, it's interesting, you know, and like you say, you know, oh. Uh, you know, our, whose woo is right, you know? I mean, who knows? Um, but here's the thing is that if the women come away satisfied after this and, and, and there's no coercion, uh, you know, I, 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 I think it's okay. Yeah, just like uh, any other woo you might go to if, uh, uh, if they buy into it. And in fact, I like this woo better than a lot of others, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> if they're enjoying it. Exactly. I just hope they're not always singing, I love you, I love you, blah, 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 blah. You probably have to pay extra for that. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for the happy family part. Ooh. All right. Six, we want to do six scientific explanations for ghosts. Sure. This, this was pretty, we talked about. It was pretty straightforward, but, um, you know. This episode should be out around Halloween, so might as well talk about ghosts. Um, and th- this is a pretty straightforward, um, and it fits with a lot of stuff we've talked about in the past about um, ghost sightings. Uh, but six scientific explanations for ghosts. <clears throat> Number one, electromagnetic fields. Yep. 
which we, course, we have talked about that and um there's not necessarily a full explanation but ghost sightings do seem to be more common with stronger electromagnetic fields something there affects the brain uh, we've seen um you know a, a lot of research showing this that you know you feel the ghostly presence you'll see stuff it, it, the strong electromagnetic fields does something to our senses and we register them as ghost sightings so that's fairly straightforward uh infrasound which is another interesting thing because um i believe brian and baxter were the ones that found the jail cell where, where a lot of people were committing suicide at uh, a, um, was one claim, prison right? was due to um infrasound there was yeah. something with um the, a fan in there i believe it was that had an, a frequency that would drive you crazy you couldn't hear you just sit there you wouldn't hear you wouldn't know what it was but you'd start feeling anxious and start, you know, and they were able to determine that, yeah, that, the, the reason why this jail cell has a higher suicide rate than any other jail cell around here is because of, you know, this infrasound that you can't hear, but it's there and it will drive you mad. It's not somebody so snoring. Did they, so did they, did they uh, take that uh, off and uh, then correct the problem? I, I believe the prison did correct the problem, yeah. That's and my so the statistics show that uh, that the uh, rate dropped off? Um, I'd have to ask them next time I see them. But I, I remember that that being one of the stories from them is that they went in to investigate why so many inmates were killing themselves. And that's what they came. It's like, yeah, you got a infrasound hmm. going here. So, you know, we that that especially, you know, being around it regularly, you don't know it's there, but it can affect your mind. It can mess with you because you're not hearing it on a conscious level, but your brain is still right. hearing it. Well, you're you're hearing it, but you can't perceive that you're hearing sure. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, mold. That was an interesting. Apparently, um, the, 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 this kind of goes in reverse, saying a lot of areas that have it, they have found mold. They mm. don't necessarily, um, it's hard to, they say, they don't know if it's a contributing factor or not, but there seems to be um, a lot places that have a lot of toxic mold somehow also have a lot of um, supposed paranormal activity. Okay. All right. Uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, this actually looked at a very specific case. There was a family living in a house that they claimed was haunted. Um, people went in and found, oh yeah, you you have a, um, a um, faulty furnace and you it's been leaking carbon monoxide. If they fix the furnace, get it replaced, they stop having hallucinations. Okay, sure that makes sense. Um, also, also the, I think our, I think another cause for seeing ghosts is autoerotic. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Maybe? Oh, God. Oh, God. No? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Go on. So the next one's a fairly straightforward one. Um, <laughs> basically, um, peer so. pressure. Yeah. Uh, that someone else says they saw one. <clears throat> if you are told that, oh, yeah, by the way, there's a ghost here, um, you are susceptible, people are highly susceptible to, um, oh, well, then I yeah, see everybody wants also. to fit in. Yeah. It, peer pressure is definitely an issue. In that, you know, everyone else around me seeing something. Okay, I see it also. And then the final one is really one of the more basic ones. People just want to believe. Yeah. You know, I, I want to find ghosts. This place feels haunted to me. You know, there must be ghosts here. And I, see think that bears, I think it bears mentioning, too, that um, uh, hallucinations are a lot more common than people think, even in people whose, whose minds are functioning fairly normally, not, not on drugs or anything like that. Uh, pe people have hallucinations, especially like um, in the like few moments after waking, yeah. uh, things like that. And I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to a uh, to a video earlier about this 
this place that was used as a barracks after the Second World War in Germany. And one of the soldiers was talking about how he woke up and his bed was floating. He was paralyzed and he was floating just like inches from the ceiling. And all I could think was, that sounds an awful lot like sleep paralysis hallucination. Oh, well, I, I think we've covered sleep paralysis many times, but I, I think that I, I know I've suffered from it at times. Okay, it's yep. not something that you always have. Um, I've had a few cases of it, and I I couldn't tell exactly what I saw, but my mind went to some weird places. I, I do remember that, and it was really bizarre. Well, wait, and hold on. Had, how, how would I've you had know? Sleep hallucination before it, it was it was very scary. I didn't have hallucinations, so. I was going to say, you know, but Ian's mind goes to strange places anyway. How how do you know the difference? There's a difference between oh, okay. sleep paralysis, um, mental stuff, and my normal state in your, of mind. In your older, older <laughs> in your normal mental, there's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, um, see, I, I think we've talked about many times that a sleep paralysis, if you look at it, has been blamed for demon possession, has been blamed for the hag, has been blamed for UFO abductions. <laughs> You know, if, if you there's a similarity between all those things of this is basically sleep paralysis, the exact same, you know, the, the physical feeling, the confusion, all that is the exact same along all these things. It just the hallucinations are different depending on you know where the mind goes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and some people are more prone to one thing over another. Right. And with the wanting to believe, we've seen that in a lot of the videos and pictures we've looked at in the past and we've talked about this. You look at it and you're like, I don't see it. But someone who wants to believe looks at the exact same thing and says, oh, there's a ghost there because I want there to be a ghost there. Yeah. So. And if you're Steve Romanek, you really want other people to believe you so that you don't go to jail. <laughs> yeah. But that's. Um, <laughs> that was aliens. Aliens, yeah, not aliens. ghosts. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I think there's a lot of similarities between. <laughs> I agree. I think there is, too. All right. I'm moving the marriage stuff and we can end okay. on the on main wanting to kill lobsters humanely. This is a great story. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, so this is from MSN.com. But what was actually? So they're not the main. So what's the original source of this? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, main, but no, I've, I've seen various articles on this. So main oh. restaurant wants to kill lobsters humanely by getting them stoned. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> well, so you know, there, there has been stuff about how inhumane it is to drop a live lobster into the boiling water and kill it that way. So here in this main restaurant. See, um, the staff here is, okay, first what she'll do is she'll put them in a little thing and get them nice and stoned so that they are just kind of blissful and all just mellowed out. And that way when you drop them in the hot water to kill them, you know, they're all relaxed and don't really care. Do we know if lobsters are susceptible to that? We don't. Um, yeah, actually, she talked about, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Roscoe. Really? So, they, 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 let's see, Roscoe. They, they took a, they took a lot lobster they called Roscoe, got him stoned. Put him back in the tank and um, watched how he um, reacted, and he apparently was very mellow after. You know, um, but that's not thought. that. That doesn't. That's not specific. That that tells us that, no. They they need something to measure in order to. <laughs> and here's the other thing: is that if you you can put a lobster in the freezer, right? You there are other ways. There are other ways that are probably you know pretty humane to to do this, right? I mean, when, I, when I they thought just had the waste of marijuana. Right, exactly, <laughs> right? And the other thing is that how much THC is leaching into the, to the I mean, I, well, that other might chemicals, be right? a, um, added bonus. It might be. I don't know. I don't, I don't think this I, is. I'm, I'm reminded of Kobe beef, how they're giving beer all the time and massages and stuff. It's sake, isn't it? Right, sake. Yeah, sake. Is it sake? 
I think I, so. I know some people feed beer. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe American Wagyu, but you that's know, for a different not... show. <laughs> um, yes. I don't know. I, I think this is ridiculous. <laughs> I I think I, I think that they're that I mean the more I don't think that this is any more humane than I think the most humane is to, you know take the paring knife and kill them first, right? But, the, but how can a, you determine if a lobster looks relaxed? I know the other lobsters and he was mellowed. Yeah, right. Whatever. Even That's, though you're mellow, that doesn't mean you're still not going to feel pain when you dropped into the water. Okay, but here's the thing is that we know that octopus are what can do um what what was it? What was our last week's Ecstasy. article? Ecstasy, right? So I mean it what I guess I mean, we. I guess we know what THC connections are being happening in the brain, what it affects, don't we? And and so, can, do we know enough about the lobster brain to know if it has those receptors? I don't think up until now anyone's looked into it. So yeah, but they but... still don't know. We don't know that the, that the lobster has the receptors to to even for it to even be effective. And their stupid study that that they did, their stupid you know getting getting a lobster high and then seeing if he's mellowed is bullshit. Okay, did, did you if know a human is mellow after some after taking a joint that still does not mean that they're not going to hurt when they die that's true too right yeah that's... yeah but I, i've seen a few people still enough that i don't think they'd give a damn if you dropped them in a um, pot of boiling water so uh, yeah, that but, depends but on how much. boiling water does tend to harsh the lobster's buzz <laughs> <laughs> did you know that to scorpions lobsters are mermaids <laughs> i did not know that that's, that's not, i'm calling bullshit on this whole thing okay here's the thing is that if you, if you don't want to put the lobster into the pot live i get it you take your paring knife and you and you and you 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 know you damage its brain you take it you put it right through its head and, and you kill it immediately right there now now you know that that it's done that's the that's quick and it's over um, this, this idea that, that, that this is better is ridiculous because to, to exactly what, um, what dumbass said, just because he's stoned doesn't mean he's not going to feel pain. Right. Uh, Brian. Cat said that. Oh, Mad Cat yep. said that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Canadians. We get y'all confused. But Brian, we all look the same to us. What if it's the suffering that actually makes lobster taste good? Well, okay. So there's a huge debate. About whether the meat is sweeter if you kill the lobster first or after, right? That there is a debate about that. I don't. Have I didn't an even know that. I was just making a joke. Nope. <laughs> it is yeah, true. It, it is true. And I think I think that it came down that it was that the meat was sweeter if you if it was killed quicker. Um, but I don't remember. I, I don't remember. But it it is a debate. Well, they say there's a difference between if you freeze it to well most food if you freeze it before uh, before being. Uh, being cooked is sure, usually a difference the in the taste. Well, but and, to freeze it to kill it, they yeah, say there is a difference uh, in the taste with that. I think that they do. So there's a huge debate about about that as well. And some people believe that that you know that the that it tastes better if you don't kill it first. And I think other people say it doesn't matter. I, I so there is a huge debate about it. So you may have been joking, but you're onto something. <clears throat> you're right. And <laughs> I wouldn't know any of that really because I can't have lobster anyway. That's right. You can't have shellfish. Can't have shellfish. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I prefer crab to lobster myself, but you know that's okay. I don't know. I don't. Ha I don't have an answer to you know to, to the question of how how the meat tastes best. But I, I think... prefer food that takes less work to get into. 
<laughs> well, the tail's not that difficult, right? I mean, uh, uh, it's well, you were mentioning crab. Oh, crab takes a lot of work. It can, you know. I don't know, allergic. <laughs> <laughs> but nope, Ian, I'm calling bullshit. No again? I'm, I'm going straight beyond that but... and calling shenanigans. Okay. All I was doing was putting an article that's reporting what a this one um, owner and chef thought he could do to me be more humane to lobsters. I, I find Maybe. it. Maybe yeah. I'm thinking he just wanted to get stoned too. I think this is illegal in Maine because I don't think that it's legal for lobsters to you know to, um, to smoke marijuana in Maine. <laughs> Don't know about law about lobsters, but apparently um, Dell is a uh, whatever it is um, registered for. Um, she has a medical marijuana caregiver license. Okay, all right. I don't know medical marijuana. Did he have a veterinary? Did he have a veterinary medical marijuana license? <laughs> I say, I say, get this lobster some CBD oils and let it get laid for. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roscoe was released back into the wild for um, being such a good participant in it. Yeah, and he was so stoned that the first lobster he saw took him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. All right, say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, good everybody. Good night. That is another one in the can. Oh. That was fun. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at MySpace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork. For the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.